to what I dream of for inspiration, elevation, I can ride at your door. Kako, mahalo anui. Thank you so much for hanging in there and listening to our podcast. Mana Bombs podcast has hit season number four. Check it out and tell us what you're thinking. Aloha. Aloha, my Kako. Aloha. Welcome to Mana Bombs podcast powered by Pomahina Designs. It's me, Hanoi Lani Davis. And me, Kulani Jeremiah Wang. Aloha, Kako. Aloha. Today's daily Mana Bomb is lessons in forgiveness means looking at your person and asking if they're a good person based on who they are or their behavior. Our focus is our actions can either be the result of our suffering or our healing. The engagement is how do you give yourself permission to break the cycle and knowing you're not all or your intuition or gut, the right way to do it. And that question was posed on Instagram as a comment. So I would love to address it here if we can. My goodness. Can we get the Manabam one more time, please? Sure. Lessons in forgiveness means looking at your person and asking if they're a good person based on who they are or their behavior. (laughs) Okay. That's crazy. Like when I think about forgiveness, I think about forgiving happens for the person who's doing it and they need to be able to walk out of that or the process of forgiveness, feeling good about themselves first. And that's when they've, they'll know that they truly forgave. When I look at my person and I wonder if he's a good person based on what he's doing and what he's saying. Just in general, I'm going to look and know that if something were to come up super bad, you know, I got to know if I'm ready to forgive because I'm mad about stuff. How how do you roll through that? (laughs) That's the monobomb and why we do these podcasts. We don't mother effing know. (laughs) We're trying to figure it out. Uh, Okay, let me give you some context. Let me give you some context. And we'll play off of that context so that we can... Trying to figure it out. Uh, yes, please. <laughs> so everything you said is based on that context, but let's give an example. So say, for instance, yeah. your person cheated on you, okay? Ooh. And um, you're in a married relationship. Something not as easy to just be like, done. Not to say that non-married relationships are easy to say that it's done. Okay, that would be stereotyping, and that's incorrect. But what I'm trying to say is, this is your scenario. You're married, your partner cheats on you. Now you're getting to a place where, you know, you're, you're forcing yourselves to make it work. Okay. So now you want to ask yourself, do I continue forcing this craziness to work while we're in a married relationship? Why? Because we're married and we do not want to get a divorce. It could be religion. It could be judgment from your families, the judgment you put on yourself. It could be all of these factors as to why you're not getting out of this relationship because you're forced to be with this person and you're going to force love and a relationship, which is driving you all crazy. Second part of the question. But you also recognize there is love that needs to be rekindled because you looked at the situation. You looked at why did the other person cheat? And the cheater will look at 
why did I have to go outside and change? Those could be roots. It could be I was not feeling worthy. You put your attention to the kids. Um, they're, th- this person listens to me. You know, whatever those things are. Something was missing. So they felt the need inappropriately to go find it outside instead of effectively communicating inside the relationship. Okay, that's, that's the context for that one. Third context for this. Same scenario is you're not willing to get a divorce because you love this person. You deeply love this person. And all you want to do is heal. But he has to earn his trust back. And so you only focus on him earning his trust back. But you're not focusing on your healing. So are you looking at him as you continuously tell tell him he's a loser, telling him he's a mother effer, telling him to go and, you know, F whoever you want. I don't care. Are you actually adding to the non-heal? And are you looking at him because you love him and you do think he's a good person and that there could have been this behavioral change because something at that moment was wrong and we could fix it? Are we really looking at that? If you're with somebody and you can actually say they're a good person, even if they did something that wrong and you still want to be with them, you got to stop reliving the trauma every single day and prosecuting that other person every single day for that trauma because then nobody's removing themselves from that time and moment they made a mistake. So I vie for the person who is the cheater to grow, to prove, to not return to those things and understand you're not a bad person for the things that you've done. You've done bad things, but you'll never be a bad person unless you choose to be. And so I want to give those people the chance to know that there is absolute possibilities to change. I'm not a cheater, but I I know I can change. And I've done things that probably are not forgivable, but was forgiven for, and I changed. And I want to be looked at for the person who I am today, not the person I was 20 years ago. Yes. And that I could be saying to my family, to my, my, my old friends, you know, to my old colleagues. So I can change. So if I can change, then I know somebody else can change too. So okay. You know I, yeah. So yeah, the behavior I totally get that. versus the person who they are and the time. Don't be stuck in that same, like a insanity. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. So given the context, I I realized that one of the first things that I would in this space now with the current Kulani, the 2021 Kulani, I would have removed myself. I would have removed myself and at least separated because then it would allow me the space to think clearly about what's going on between he and I. Him knowing that, listen, this, this not going to work. I'm really mad and I'm pissed off and I need to figure out where, where I stand with our relationship based on what happened. And then because I learned about ko'amana and self-mastery and learning more about turning inward to figure out how to heal myself, I would ask myself, why you think this happened, Kulani, and why you feel like you're in this space? And why you figure he had to go get something from somebody else? What was it that you never have? And I'm not going to dwell on it. I just need to identify it because then I can figure out whether or not I'm willing to give that 
Because yes. if I'm not willing to give that moving forward, then the relationship is, is up the shoot. It ain't going to work. It ain't going to work. Because if I'm not willing, because I wasn't the party that stepped out of the relationship, but if I'm not willing for even think about why you left and how I can fulfill that space so that we are whole again, it ain't going to work. Communication is hella big for me these days. It would have been my 20th anniversary on the 29th of September. So, But 22 years ago, I did a stupid thing that took a year for my boy and boyfriend at the time. He became my husband. Okay, So there is possibilities. And I, I am proof of that because it took a year for me to forgive myself for doing the stupid choice or making the stupid choice. I forgave myself and then I gave I gave myself a year to earn back trust, to earn back a space in his heart, to help to remold his heart because I had shattered it into so many pieces. I gave myself the honest year and I didn't realize it was a year until after the fact, but it was like I was doing all my damnedest to make sure that he knew that he was important and that I was here for the long haul. And finally, when he didn't say it and I was tired and fed up and I felt like I had I had repented of the bull crap that I did. I had given reassurance from the moment I chose to forgive myself. I was like, OK, now it's now it's your turn. Either going to take me as I am here or that's it. We're gone. And then that's it. We're going to go our separate ways. And thankfully and lucky for me, he he chose me. He didn't choose to boot me something not easy to say, you know, being the person who's on the chopping block, right? It's not easy to say, I'm going to be fine if you boot me, but I wasn't going to be fine. <laughs> I wouldn't have been fine at all. But I put in the work as the person who made the wrong choice. I made the changes in my own life. I showed him, I showed myself, not just him, but I showed myself that there's possibilities of being a good person who made a damn stupid ass mistake but could remedy the situation by learning how to forgive myself and allow him the space to forgive me. (laughs) The first answer, how do you give yourself permission to break the cycle is forgive yourself. Yeah. That was the big, that was, that was your permission. Like the minute you were able to forgive yourself as the person who hurt somebody else, like you made that decision, right? Yeah. You're, you're that person. So you're that person to be able to forgive yourself for what you did and make it right. And then the other person, which is, which was him yeah, forgave himself for whatever it is y'all didn't have, because I'm sure he felt guilty. Like I'm not worth it. Like, what did I do wrong? Cause we do that. We, yeah. we, we can do that. And, and, and like in my case, it would have been I forgive myself for allowing it to happen for so long, mm. right? Because it's like, what is, what, who are you? What's what the hell's wrong with you? You know. So forgiving yourself first. So that answered part of that question. So the listener, I hope you're you're listening right now. You asked how do how do you give yourself permission to break the cycle? First, forgive yourself. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Second part of that question is, and knowing you're not all the right way to do it. Once you forgive yourself, you can you're free of all that hinders you. And again, understand time so well that you're not reliving the same shit that happened a year ago, the same shit that may have happened five months ago, the same shit that may have happened three months ago. Yes. Although it feels fresh, 
every freaking single day you look at your person that you want to just choke out. <laughs> it's not. It's in your head. And most times it's in our head. Most times yeah. it's in our head. And if it's not, it will show itself. And by then you got to be ready to make hard decisions. But until yeah. then, being present is important and not holding it against your partner who is doing their damnedest to prove to you this is where they want to be and stay, not prosecuting them every day for a decision, a bad decision they made a long time ago, three months ago, five months ago, last week. Mm -hmm. You want that person to be in your life. You have to, have to let go. Yeah, at the same time, you got to be really strong enough with yourself. You got to be strong enough with self because if yourself not strong enough for like Lego and truly forgive yourself, there is no way you're going to move forward. Nope. Zero. And it's yeah. not easy. It is not easy. People. No. I'm still trying to forgive myself for all the choices I've made that made me also miserable. <laughs> and I'm not going to blame anybody else for my misery. I blame myself for my misery. And now I have to forgive myself making myself miserable based off of the choices I've made. You see how that works? Because we don't even know that's a thing. Yeah. And really, it doesn't have to be a thing. We just have to be conscious of the fact that it could be a, one of the things. You know, I'm missing. Absolutely. Yeah, that was the inspiration and a wake-up call on my end, you know, living in the present, living in the now, loving a person for everything that they are right now and seeing them for the hard work they've put in to making shifts and changes. And remember the irony. The more you just bring the past into the present, the more that past is present. Ooh, say that again. Say that I don't again. even know. I don't even know. You're going to have to rewind. You're going to have to rewind. <laughs> Girl, you said bringing the past into the present is reminding you that the past is present. Whoa. love yourself love others don't be afraid to love don't be afraid to to take those chances don't be and afraid it's gonna be okay it's gonna be a-okay okay i did the boonies okay fine you guys remember oh, not boonies goonies sorry i did the goonies a-okay sign i don't know if anybody remembers data from Goonies. Okay. Okay, anyways. <laughs> Almost. Well, with that being said, I feel like I think we've answered that question and I and I feel like we're moving forward. So yeah. signing off from the island of Molokai, it's me, Kanoi Lani Davis. And reminding you that your worth is great. It's me over here on Oahu, your girl Kulani Jeremiah Wong. Ahoy ho, Kako. Aloha. Mm-hmm.